But anyway, back to the Lutzes. They were like, hell yeah, we got a fucking deal. Like, just because people got murdered here, everyone's freaking out about it, but not us. We're like, tight. This is tight. So they moved in. And even though they didn't really believe in ghosts, they still had a priest uh, bless the house just in case. His name was Father Ray Pecoraro. He tried to bless the house. And according to Lutz, um, the priest said he felt an unseen hand slap him in the sewing room and heard a voice say, get out. Shit. And then uh, they he still stayed, though, right? This is like a horror movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, then the priest uh, became very ill with flu-like symptoms and th- started throwing up and his hands began to bleed. And so he was what like, I, he's like, I quit. <laughs> he just he like left. And they're like. Hey, can we get another priest in well, here? No, they were like, okay, we're going to move in anyway. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, everybody. And, and have a very spooky October evening to I'm you. I'm just going to say that. Oh. You just say your fucking name. My name, is, my name is Stephen Green. That's all I want from you. Okay. That was my stupid co-host, Steve Green. Wait. He also happens I'm to not stupid. be my husband. Um, he bought me a really nice ring, though, so. I like that ring. I guess I'll stay. It looks good on you. Um, we're continuing our Shocktober schedule for you today. I thought mine was better. I'm not even done yet. This is not that scary. With the topic of the presidential election. That's pretty scary. That was scary. That's pretty scary. That was scary. Right. Okay, we're not talking about that. I'm just kidding. Um, we're Don't talking worry. about the Amityville horror today. Horrors or horror? Horrors. There are multiple horrors. Yeah, there's multiple. So I'm just gonna say the Amityville horrors, even though the book is called just a singular horror, just just one horror. I'm into it. All right. Well, if you can handle multiple horrors, then you're in the right spot. I can because... always go for more horrors. <laughs> it's me too. Yeah. Horrors are underrated. Aren't they? I just could use some more of them. Some more horrors. Anyway, we're getting into an actual story. Don't worry. Um, Okay, so have you heard of the Amityville Horrors? What was her name? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Because it sounds like the other word. It does, actually. Quite a bit. bit. Who sleeps around a lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Have you heard of the Amityville Horrors? I I have heard of them, but I have to admit that I only know them in... Um, movie poster form. Oh, so you but did you watch those movies? No, I don't oh. watch scary movies ever. Okay, <laughs> that's right, because you're you're a little scaredy pants. My dreams are scary enough. <laughs> Thank you. From what I hear, that sounds to be true. Um, I have pretty cool dreams. The last dream I had it involved, um, I did LSD, and not in real life. In the dream, I did LSD, okay. and I tripped out, and it had like really cool visions of like rainbows and stuff yeah i've never ha- done drugs in a dream before especially ones that i've never done in real life you mind the fucking joe rogan podcast right now wow no okay a lot a lot of bits dude i'm just trying to ask if you have ever heard of the amityville horrors I'm, i answered you okay uh, cool so um in that case i guess i will tell you all about the amityville horrors i like this story a lot because um there's not just one part but there's like multiple parts to it so in the first part there is this home and in the summer no in the autumn of 1974 um a family was murdered and out of seven people only one survived and that was the killer um and his name his name was ron defeo jr but people called him butch and he was uh he was in living in the house with his parents and his siblings and his dad was kind of abusive so a lot of like his anger problems i think stemmed from his abusive childhood and he ended up getting a job at the family um auto body shop but he would miss work a lot and be like at bars instead and like developed a, a drug and alcohol addiction and um would have like violent outbursts a lot one time he pulled a gun on his dad um one time he just you know he raged a lot you know he was just an angry dude and he was on drugs and alcohol um then in the early hours of november 13th 1974 butch went from room to room randomly murdering his family members one by one as they slept with with a gun i think it was a shotgun i think it was a shotgun um, the murdering took 15 minutes, but there was no sign of struggle on any of the victims. How do you not wake up when you hear a shotgun? I, exactly. That's what's so weird about this. So there's multiple weird parts. Well, there's many weird. The whole thing's weird. But the it's really weird that no one or no one seemed to have heard anything. Like 
him killing someone upstairs didn't wake anybody downstairs. Hmm. And uh, the neighbors said they didn't hear any gunshots or anything. They heard the dog barking at one time in the night, but that's it. Like, they don't recall any gunshots, nothing. And the gun didn't even have a silencer on it. So how the hell do you not hear a shotgun murdering six different people? Damn. Do yeah. they have shotgun silencers? That'd be kind of sick, huh? Or rifle or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But there there were no there was not a silencer on the gun. Hmm. And uh and then so then Butch took a shower and he reported the murders to the police, saying at first that he found his family like that when he got home from work. He was like, I got home from work and they're all dead, Z's. Uh, but then he changed the story and said that like actually these mafia dudes showed up and like forced him to kill his own family and then he he got That's in- a good try he, he tried a lot and yeah. then he got interrogated and he cracked under pressure and then just basically admitted that he just killed his family he just killed his family and he he says <laughs> that he felt like it was the right thing to do Holy he shit. um he then in uh he then said that he heard voices telling him to kill his family members, but then uh, prosecutors had a psychiatrist argue against that and diagnosed Ronald with antisocial personality disorder, basically saying he didn't hear voices actually and he wasn't possessed, like shut up. He just thought killing his family wasn't wrong and that's that. And so he got sentenced to six lifetime consecutive life sentences. In, Always love that. In prison, Always which he's that. still serving right now. Which, which one's he on? I think that's still the first one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Always enjoyed that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Isn't that stupid? Like It's the best. Because if you get a lifetime sentence, um, it should be for life, but you can make it not for life if you're just a good good person in jail. It's so funny. You're like a murderer, but like then you did good Z's in jail. I like it when they're like, you get 380 years like of time or whatever. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Because they know that reduced sentencing is possible through good behavior, so they have to make it like extra, extra, so that there's no possible chance. Just say lifetime, and you're good. It should be that way. One time. It should be that way, yeah. but it's not, because our system's weird. I it's digress. Very weird. I digress. We digress. Okay, so then, a little more than a year later, a new family decided to buy this house, the Lutz family. Um, some people thought it would be haunted, but the Lutzes... Oh, L- Lutz, like Lutz? Like almost like Will Lutz, the yeah, Will Lutz the Jr. kicker for the uh, yeah. New Orleans Saints. Perfect. Yeah, well, he's he's not related because they spell it differently. But that was um, so sexy that you know that. By the way, <laughs> thank I you. I love that you know. He that. was my kicker a few years ago. I I just love that you know that. He's a great kicker. He's a solid kicker. I, th- I don't think he's kicking anymore though. No, he is. Oh, is he? He's kicking it. It's tight. Yeah. Um, so the Lutzes were hunting for months, but then they saw this listing, and at the time they didn't realize that it was the DeFeo home where those murders took place. But then um, they like, so, we got a cool discount. Well, they checked out the house and they fell in love. It's mm. like this six-bedroom heated pool has a large boathouse on the Amityville River. They were like, oh my gosh, it was out of their budget. Actually, they were looking for something in like the thirty to fifty thousand dollar range. This one was eighty thousand dollars, but it was for this huge gigantic house which was considered a steal um so they fell in love with it and then they found out that the murders took place there but at that point even though they hadn't put an offer on it yet they were so in love They're with like, it we love the view that they were basically like you know what houses don't get haunted whatever we don't buy it it's it's... like look at the yard honey exactly they're like what what happened to the past is the past we're not gonna we're not gonna taint our house by listening to these stories I'm fucking and out of there acting like it's even haunted. the sickest vegas home that you showed me recently if i found out that a family got murdered inside of it i'm out do you know there's some sort of statistic that a person has died in every single hotel room in vegas or something yeah like that? i heard about that like it's what crazy. the hell because there's so many suicides out there suicides and probably drug overdoses oh yeah well not to mention some people go there to gamble and then they oh and they fucked. lose everything yeah exactly yeah that's sad uh-huh. All right. If you if you have a gambling addiction, um, you should call. There's there's phone numbers to call to get help. That's a serious note. I'm not even joking. True. Like, just call that number. Um, but anyway, back to the Lutzes. They were like, hell yeah, we got a fucking deal. Like, just because people got murdered here, everyone's freaking out about it, but not us. We're like, tight. This is tight. So they moved in, and even though they didn't really believe in ghosts, they still had a priest. Uh, bless the house just in case his name was father ray pecoraro i don't know if i said that right but ray pecoraro 
He tried to bless the house. And according to Lutz, um, the priest said he felt an unseen hand slap him in the sewing room and heard a voice say, get out. Shit. And then uh, they he still stayed, though, right? This is like a horror movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, then the priest uh, became very ill with flu-like symptoms and th- started throwing up and his hands began to bleed. And so he was what like, I, he's like, I quit. <laughs> he just he like left and he could st- still experienced those symptoms after. And they're like, hey, can we get another priest? In well, here? No, they were like, OK, we're going to move in anyway. So I fucking love this family, <laughs> yeah. dude. You know what? You know what they are? They're me. I'm yeah. like, I already fucking bought this thing. Yeah, they're man. like, we're this already in love with it. It's too late. Like, we like this place. The priest had his own issues. We get it. Like, like his hands randomly I mean, started bleeding. Like, <laughs> like it's his issue. It's his problem. We're not going to delve into his health. health issue. Issue. It's his issue. private. Exactly, issue. it's private. It's between him and his doctor. Beautiful. So they moved in anyway. But within days, they began to notice some very strange phenomena. Okay, so at first, it started out light. So before moving, George Lutz was a businessman, and he was like very hustle culture businessman. But then immediately after moving in, he had a huge personality change, and he became very sluggish and chilled, but also like really cranky. So he'd like, just kind of like, leave me alone. Like, I just want to hmm. do, do my thing. And he just wanted to chill, but he didn't want anyone to talk to him. This is like The Shining. Yes, it is very much like The Shining. Hmm. I think that's why the books ended up doing so well, uh, the book and the movies. Um, but anyway, I'll get to that. Okay. So then he he would wake up at 3.15 every night. Like, no matter what, no matter what time he went to bed, the witching no hour. matter how how much he slept or how many vitamins he was taking, he would wake up at 3.15 every night, come to find out. Supposedly, that was the exact time the DeVale murders took place. Jesus. Exactly at 3.15. So um, then one night, there was an incident where he saw his five-year-old daughter, Missy, standing by her window with an outline of a pig with red eyes behind her. So he ran inside her room only to find her fast asleep. Then shortly after, like the next day, Missy would talk about a new friend she was playing with a pig oh, no. named Jody. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Okay, then uh, another thing was the house would never get warm. Like, even if it was hot outside or whatever, like, it, the house would just never get warm. So they would leave the fireplace running day and night and would and then would find strange gelatinous drops when they woke up in the morning. Ectoplasma for you Ecto- scientists. Ghostbusters. Science fans. Another incident um George looked down at his wife, Kathy, as she was sleeping and saw the face of a 90-year-old woman with, like, gray hair, wrinkles, everything. Like, she completely morphed into a 90-year-old woman. And apparently, one of the effects that the house had on Kathy was that she would go through periods of time where she would just age unnaturally, like, really fast, and then appear to be an entirely different person. And her mom even witnessed it. Can it happen where they look way younger and hotter? No. Oh. Just old. But how crazy is that? Like, if I... Her, because she was like my age, and then all That's of a sudden, like wild. you look at me, and I look ninety with like, like my I look like a skeleton with gray hair and everything. Dude, this reminds me of when we were staying on the Queen Mary. Yeah. And you saw me sitting up in a chair. Oh yeah. In the dark. Yeah. But I wasn't. I was but actually right asleep. next to you. Yeah. And then when you looked again, it was gone. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. That I don't happened, know if I, I don't know if I've shared that story on this I don't think you have. Uh, podcast before, but yeah, that was an experience I had on the Queen Mary. I woke up and I saw Steve staring at, sitting up in bed, staring at me, and then I was like, "What's wrong?" and and then I looked down and he was actually sleeping in the bed, and then I looked back up and he was gone, like he was. So uh, and it did it look like me or was it was like a it was silhouette. a shadow? It was a silhouette, yeah. just staring. Anyway, back I, to the no. Lot. Anyway, I mean, dude, <laughs> come on, finish the story. I'm brushing that off. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting. <laughs> okay, well then the next morning I found out that. Because uh, the Queen Mary is supposedly haunted, and supposedly there's a ghost that lives in the uh, room that we were staying in, right, right above, right below the room below that it. we were staying in, that people have reported s- having a figure at the edge of their bed staring at them while they slept. What do you think of that, folks? And I didn't know any she didn't of that. Know about that until the until next day when the we next looked day it up. When I was telling my my um, sister-in-law about yes. it. Anyway, back to the Lutz. Can we get back to the Lutzes? We may. So that's weird. They had gelatinous uh, stuff. Oh, yeah, and the, the wife was, like, old and stuff. Okay, and then uh, one night, he says he heard his children's beds slamming up and down on the floor above him, but we, he was unable to do anything because he was immobilized in bed by an unseen force. So he, like, had sleep paralysis, basically, but, mm-hmm. like, the, bo- the like beds were slamming. Feeling. And then later that night, the same night, he woke to see his wife levitating 
and moving you across the bed, he says. I don't know that feeling. <laughs> right? Holy shit. That's tight, though. I've always wanted to levitate. Dude, you've been so pissed sometimes, I think you're going to levitate. I want to. Yeah. How tight would that be? Every, no one would fuck with me. I no would just way. levitate and they'd get freaked out. Yeah, they would. Man. Especially when you're raging. When you're really raging, if you could levitate while you're doing it, <laughs> maximum terrifying. Yeah, I wouldn't want to hurt anybody. Like, I wouldn't be all, like, carry and, like, light shit on fire with my eyeballs. No. I just, like, want to levitate a little. <coughs> I completely understand. Can I levitate a little? Yeah. Okay. Other strange things that occurred, because that's not even the end of it. Um, so doors would rip off their hinges. A room full of flies would happen in the middle of winter. They would find uh, cloven hoof prints, hoof prints in the snow just outside their doors, which I don't think is that weird, but that's like something that they listed. I'm like, what if there were deer? Like, who cares? Yeah, hoof prints is not that good. But they, that that was like a weird thing. Like, that's like I don't know. I don't. Devils, devil, the devil's feet are goat. Cloven feet and cloven. Right, right, right. But that's pretty weak. Yeah, because I'm. I guess I just don't really know about snow or like woods, animals, wood There's animals. Fucking deer everywhere. I just don't know about it enough. So, but my California brain's like, that's not weird for those winter people. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, there was more weird things. So there was gl- green slime oozing from the walls. Very cool. And then they discovered a secret room in the basement that wasn't in the house's original blueprint. It was painted blood red. And it was only big enough for two people to sit intimately close and had a strong odor that would come and go. What the fuck? Not weird at all. Uh, How do you even list that on Redfin? It wasn't listed. It was a secret room they found, and it's not even in the original blueprints. So the people that built the house didn't build that. What the fuck? Someone else did. Something evil, perhaps. Um, Is this house still standing? Yes. Also, the dog uh, wouldn't go in this room at all. And George says, quote, he just wouldn't go in. George Lutz is the dad. Um, George said he just wouldn't go in. He he would back away. And it's the only time I can recall him ever cowering from something. Whoa. Yeah. From the so room. From that room. He would not go in. Interesting. And he would cower. And the dog, I guess, like he's normally a very confident dog. Mm. Yeah. One night, uh, George Lutz heard the sound of a band playing downstairs, and he went into the living room to investigate, but there was no one there. But the rug had been rolled up, and the furniture had been moved as if to make room for dancing. That's like The Shining, too. Of all the haunting things, that's the one I could handle the most. It's so tight, though. It's it's like so tight. It's like a party yeah, happened. You, they're, they're, but then you missed the party. They're doing a live remote. Because it happened like 50 years ago, and all those people are dead now. Damn. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, so they enlisted the, well, I was going to say they enlisted the help of a priest, but that, that happened first and he didn't come back. Um, anyway, so, but this priest that they had originally enlisted to bless the house, the one that had the hands bleeding, you know, that guy I was telling, talking about before. Okay. Yeah, medical issue guy. So, uh, there's this, this author, Jay Anson, who ended up writing, um, Amityville Horror. He said that after interviewing the priest was what solidified his decision to write the book because... It, then it was a corroboration. It was actually happening to someone, like mm. instead of just like a story that you were hearing. Like it was actually happening to to many people in this house. Um, and then okay, so so the Lutzes are dealing with their shit, and then 28 days later, a particularly scary night prompted the whole family to pack their bags and never return. They, I can't find any details of, about why this particular night was more scary than his wife levitating or like green slime oozing from the walls. But apparently this one like was really the kicker and it prompted the whole family to like just they just up and left. They left all the food in the fridge. They left their clothes in the closets. They just fucking left and they hadn't planned on leaving. Everything was still there and then their belongings ended up getting auctioned off later but they never they never went back they just could never return what happened i don't know personal theory i think uh maybe the dad was getting possessed and i think maybe he was going to kill one of the family members or something so all of a sudden one night they're just like peace yeah and they didn't say why no i well i couldn't find out why like there's nothing recorded about like what exactly the details were I mean, there was a lot of other incidences, but I don't know what made that particular night the night. And I'm thinking, and we'll get to it after I finish everything yeah. because I have a theory. When was this? I have a theory. Um, so this was in 1976. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was the 70s. Okay, so that family could potentially be still around then. They're not. Well, the kids are. Okay. But um, the kids are like 37 now. Mm-hmm. 
But um, yeah, unfortunately, Kathy and George, they divorced in the 80s and then now they're both deceased. One died in 2004, one died in 2006. And nobody ever interviewed them about it? No, they did. <clears throat> we'll get to that. Oh, sick. Yeah. Okay. So um, the Lutzes ended up sharing their experiences with Jay Anson, who wrote the book, and that he turned their story into a bestseller, The Amityville Horror. But weird things happened surrounding that book, too. Okay. So one, Anson had a heart attack right after writing, but he refuses to associate it with the the book. He's like, you know, How boring. I, he's like. Yo, blame it on me smoking. Like, blame it on like real things. Like, it's, it has nothing to do with the book. You could sell way more books if you're like, yo, I think it was the book. Nah, I think he actually. I think that was smart because even if he did believe it, he wants to appear more logical minded. Mm, smart guy. It appeals smart to both. Either. Yeah. So anyway, he didn't attribute it to that. But he said some of the people he sent the original manuscript for uh, to or early copies of the book also had weird things happen to them, and were their children. One being fatal. Okay, so one had a fire break out in his car as he was driving back to the publisher with the manuscript in his trunk. Um, the second friend and son almost drowned in their car while a copy of the manuscript was also in their trunk. And reportedly, when the car trunk was opened, the only thing that was dry inside the trunk was the manuscript, even though it had only been held in a class paper envelope. Almost drowned in the ca- back they, of the yeah, car? Yeah, they almost Wait, drowned. Like they, like... Their, their car went into a river. That helps. Yeah. I was like, "What are you? Was he choking oh, on yeah. water?" No, they, like he spilled, he spilled the water, and yeah. they, they almost drowned. Right? Like, no, no, like, their car went into like a river or a body of water, and if, they almost dude, if, drowned. If, if, if you straight face right now, we're just like he, he, the car was filled with buckets and buckets of water, randomly. I, if you said that with a straight face, I would have been like, "Holy shit!" Wait, buckets? Just no. Wait. They were transporting buckets and buckets of water, oh, and then they, they all fell over and they started <laughs> they to drown. Drowned. Yeah. This is not funny. I'm These sorry. are two people that epic. almost drowned. Yeah, true. Okay, but the isn't that weird though? They open the trunk, everything's wet in there. It's but amazing. this manuscript is dry, like bone dry. Love it. But it's only in an envelope. This is really good so far. Okay. Then the third friend, this one's more sad because this person passed away. But um this third friend who got who Anson gave the first two chapters to read, she died in a fire the first night she received them, and in the remains of the fire. The manuscript was found in perfect condition. Wow. Perfect condition. Everything else burnt to a crisp. Manuscript, like nothing ever touched it. Wow. And she died in that fire. So that's pretty creepy, right? I find this guy making a lot of copies of his fucking manuscript. <laughs> Giving it to your en- enemies. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we gave it to his friends and family. How sad. That is sad. Yeah. So then um, two movies were made based off of this book. One happened in... Mm, I think in the 70s, like after the book was a hit. I can't remember. But the second one was with Ryan Reynolds in 2005. Do you remember that one? Of course I don't. Okay, well, I remember that one. He was crazy in that movie, but still hot. <laughs> still, he had one, a beard. Uh, great, I'm caught up. <laughs> That's how I rate movies, by the yeah, way. Exactly. We're going to be rating movies in a different episode. We will be. But not Ryan Reynolds movies, unfortunately. Um, but the movies strayed a lot from the book. Um, in the 2005 version, they... Like, kind of based it around, like, the DeFeo children who got murdered, like, as if their ghosts were haunting it. Mm. And so the that movie, like, was more about, like, the ghosts popping up here and there and freaking you out. The first one um, was more about the house being haunted, which I think is more like the book. Okay. But um, they still, like, invented things. Both movies invented things about the priest that didn't really happen. Like, in one of them, he goes blind um like chill he only had blood dripping out of his hands yeah come on, come on guys okay. he only started to float and then That's he had blood like, dripping out like of his why hands. do they need to make things up like the truth is actually really weird <laughs> why do you gotta know. make it up everybody's gotta put their own spin on shit yeah um but other than these two incidences like the first family that got murdered in cold blood and then the lutz family that got like taunted by paranormal activity no other reported hauntings have occurred in this house and the house is still there it's been owned by four different owners since the murders took place the owner that got it right after the Lutzes moved out had the address changed um but it was last sold in 2016 for six hundred fifteen thousand dollars hey, it's a pretty good profit up from the 80k come up yeah well but it was sold in 2010 for 950 damn 000. yeah so, um, yeah, none of the owner, all the owners that came after were like, yeah. It's probably worth more, too, because of all this shit. 
Probably. To, I mean, to some people. that's what the owners were like. If anything, the only weird thing is like the weirdos that come here and try to take pictures all the time. But they completely redid the exterior. Like it doesn't Smart. look the same anymore. Like they wanted to make it just deter people from going over there and trying to take pictures of it. Unlike the Brady Bunch house. Yeah. Where many things happen, by the way. Really? Oh, yeah. Like what? A bunch of exterior um, sh- episodes oh, yeah, of there the Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah, there were a lot of exterior shots. A lot of exterior sh- shots of that. Ba- mostly just the intro, but... Correct. Yeah. But then sometimes they're outside. Oh, true. They are outside sometimes. So. Like when Oliver like did something with the ba- basketball. I have no idea. I don't watch that show. I used to watch it, but I forget. I was a little kid. Um, so uh, there were a couple of people that were haters after the book and movies came out. They're like, this is bullshit. Didn't happen. It's a hoax. They were doing it for money, all this stuff. Um, the lawyer of the original guy that murdered his family, um, Ron DeFeo, Butch, uh, he was like, yeah, this is really embellished. Like one day they came to me saying they wanted to write a book, Kathy and, and um George Lutz mm-hmm. came to him and said they wanted to write a book and like they drank a bunch of wine and made up all these crazy things they could like put in the book mm. and and like all of this is just like stuff they made up that night and uh, they went through mo- multiple lawsuits um, I think one was with their stepson too because like the stepson the stepson was in a documentary recently and said that like a lot of this he's like it's not a hoax per se but a lot of it was because his his stepdad George Lutz was like dabbling in the occult and was like doing satanic things and like brought it on to him. Interesting. So he's like, yeah. So I, he was like, I was seven at the time. So I don't really remember a lot other than like being really abused by him. And then like strange things happening, but he was like doing weird satanic prayers and stuff. Wow. Yeah. So there was a couple like people that came out like that, but I dug into it and the Lutzes didn't really make that much money off of this stuff. Like, there were movies and books, but they didn't really get a lot of the royalties. I think they only made, like, $300,000, which sounds like a lot, but a lot of it went to taxes and, like, paying for lawsuits that happened after. So they didn't really, like... I don't think they, they were trying to make this. money. Yeah. And then also people were like, well, how come none of the other owners, like, dealt with these ghost things? Okay. I don't know, you fucking weirdos. From the, well, from the beginning, the Lutzes claimed that the force they encountered in their home followed them when they left. Really? And both George and Kathy, even after they divorced, they maintained their stories to their grave. They were like, this fucking happened, and it followed us. for the, And they it kind of like ruined the rest of their life. Also, there was no evidence to say that they were not a sane family beforehand. Like, they had a really normal life. They were like, didn't try to make a show of anything. They weren't like weirdos they weren't trying to like do anything artsy or you know they weren't like it didn't seem like they wanted to to, like be haunted by ghosts you know or like they didn't really want any attention either okay yeah um so it it doesn't make sense that they would just like go from being a normal ass family to like let's lose all of our money on this house on the chance that we might write a book about it like it and then leave all our belongings there and everything and never it's return quite the plan yeah it's, yeah it's, a it's like plan. a really long ball weird plan if that was their plan um but yeah they both said that the stuff it followed them after they left and uh they made these statements before the house was sold hmm. They like so it didn't even get sold yet like it wasn't like the new owner was like didn't happen to me and then they're like well no it followed us um they said it before right. the house got sold. They're like, just so you know, if anyone wants to buy this house, like it's not haunted because it followed us. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we have a great rental property if you want to come check it out. Yeah. Yeah. You should look into the Lutz rental properties. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, two interpretations are equally possible. One, that there was never any evil force in, in the house in Amityville or that it left with the Lutzes. But... Either way, the house is still there and it's not haunted. So when they were interviewed, yeah, the Lutzes, were they like, yeah, all like all this stuff happened, and then they're interviewed multiple times over the years, and it, and they, like they tell the same story every time. Yeah, basically. So here's my theory. Want to hear it? I do. All right, maybe After we break. should take a break first <laughs> and then get into this theory. You like that shit. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amount. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark, Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the <laughs> show. All right. So, possible theories. Okay. So, my theory, taking everything into account of, like, the people that were calling it a, a hoax and stuff, um, I think that both the DeFeo murders and the Lutz's encounters were due to some satanic rituals. Like You do. Yeah, because there's that room, right? That room that's like that they found. So someone built that room and it's like painted blood red. And like what so what was its purpose? And the dog wouldn't go in there? Like there's some crazy shit Mm -hmm. happening there. Mm -hmm. Some someone was doing some crazy shit in that room. So I think that Whenever there's like, if you look into cases where satanic rituals were performed, there's usually like cases of possession or like crazy shit going on. Like it wasn't necessarily like stories of that stuff like coming out of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like and it, it's not like the ghost stories where it's like, oh, someone died there and their like spirit haunts it. It's like, no, these are like demonic, crazy ass forces, kind of like the exorcist stuff that we were talking about mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. And like, whether you believe it or not, I'm just saying that a lot of these have a thread line of there being satanic rituals performed in the houses that people get quote unquote possessed out of. Interesting. And so I, th- I think maybe as a theory, um, someone along the lines that owned this house before the DeFeos was or maybe someone in the DeFeo family, I don't know, maybe. Um, but someone was doing satanic rituals there, left a demonic portal or whatever, like there were conjured up black magic evil spirits. And uh, that, like, because the DeFeo guy just said, like, something came over him and he felt like he had to murder his whole family. Right. Like, the, what, what, how, how does that happen? You know, uh, he did have like some violent history you know some drug and alcohol abuse but sometimes like in the exorcist stuff the drugs and alcohol or abuse um opened up opened you up for possession yeah right so if you're gonna buy that possession is real i'm just saying then the 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 possession cases are like child abuse victims people addicts people like that that maybe kind of like let their guard down and like evil stuff can enter so I'm I'm thinking, and 3.15 is when he killed his family. That's like the witching hour, okay? For sure. So, like, I feel like maybe he was, his his shield was down because of the drugs and alcohol. And then maybe evil stuff that's from satanic rituals got in him and he killed his whole family. Okay, that's shifting a lot of responsibility to these demons instead of him. So, Mm -hmm. I don't like to do that. But then... 
and it's if there, fun. there wasn't the second family that came in after that um they're like they had all these experiences and the stepson was saying that how like his stepdad got really abusive after they moved in that house and that remember he was saying that the stepdad got into the occult and was like dabbling in satanic forces and stuff but i'm like wait why would they have a priest bless their house when they moved in if they were into satanic rituals before but, that but he did say that his dad was doing satanic i shit. know so i think they moved into the house and then the dad got swept up by mm. like evilness that was already in the house so he started being pulled to doing stuff like that i see so it it's not that it was false i think the dad was probably doing stuff like that but i think how do you go from like being a sane businessman person to like not wanting to do anything at all just wanting to like sit on the couch all day and like yelling and, and like abusing your child and then like going from having a priest that you tried to bless the house but he quit midway because of the flu symptoms and because of his hands bleeding so he didn't even fully bless the house wow and then now all of a sudden he's doing satanic rituals i'm like and then they find this room i think that like that had like some sort of doorway okay so then to address the attorney that was like so oh after all this stuff happened they go whoa this this shit's crazy that what we went through like we wouldn't have believed it if we hadn't gone through it ourselves. So maybe we should reach out to that DeFeo guy that killed his family because maybe like he should get some help, like mental help, because this stuff was really traumatic for us. And maybe something happened that like got in him to do this stuff. So they went to talk to that guy's lawyer. And that's when the whole thing went down. The lawyer told them, oh, yeah, I'm getting a lot of offers to do books and stuff like a lot of people like want to tell my client's story and like he thought that maybe hearing the Lutz's stories would help sell the book. Hmm. And so they did meet and talk, uh, but then ultimately the Lutz's said they got creeped out by that guy. Like it seemed like the attorney guy was just out to make a dollar and they didn't want that. They wanted to just like share their stories of what they happened to They wanted to make a respectable book a dollar. They wanted someone that wanted to write the story and not wanted to make a dollar. I got it. Yeah. And so they ended, they ended up going with Jay Anson. Um, which, you know, the rest is history. He went on to write that book. And make a lot of dollars. So then the attorney, then after the book and movies are a success, he's going like, yeah, they made all this shit up. Oh, cause So he... I feel like that's the motive, is that he missed out on the book deal. Right. And then now he's just trying to say, oh, they his made all this shit up. haters be hating. Yeah. And, and they, he had his client say that, like, oh, I didn't actually hear voices. None of that happened. I made that up. The name Amityville itself isn't scary at all but because of yeah this story every time you hear it i'm like ooh. yeah well amityville kind of sounds like a cartoon land like, yeah it just sounds silly you know because well acme is was the, the yeah, bugs bunny acme. stuff yeah i don't know but it's funny how it. that works where you could just have a you could have like a, a an innocent sounding street and it becomes this fucked up thing once you hear it enough in that context you know the way that I got introduced to Amityville was through the not hit song, but a pretty cool, popular song by an artist named Marsh Mathers the third. Um, okay, guys, it's, it's been it goes, it's been real. Mentally ill from Amityville, accidentally kill well. his family still. I know Think the song. Think he won't, goddamn it, he will. Mentally so ill from Amityville. Mentally ill. Because You've heard this song. You guys, when you get married. You marry their music collection. As I feel well. like I don't play this song enough. I don't think you've heard <clears throat> oh, it. Oh, it that comes much. on. I don't think you've heard it that much. Th this is one of those that I like to skip. Actually, that's true. You do skip this one a lot. This that's one, why we don't hear because it very it's often. Fucking the 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 hook is a very annoying hook. Mentally you. Yes, me. it's very bad. <laughs> I love it. I don't like da -doom, da -doom, da -doom, it. Oh God, everybody! You guys have no idea. Da -da 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 -da. It's like we're all in the car together. That just brings back so many memories. It, the bass, though, on his old songs uh -huh. versus his new songs, you gotta admit, like that is such a good song compared to like some of the tracks that he's come out with it's in fine. later years. It's fine. Anyway, I really like it, and I think that Ryan Reynolds did a very good job portraying of course, George of Lutz. Course. Very handsome job at it. I have to say, everybody, I did not know anything about the Amityville horrors, but what what surprises me about this yeah. is that it doesn't sound that crazy. I know, right? Like I'm like, that's it? I'm like the fucking Amityville horrors, the fucking well, shit that everyone talks about forever. Two books and a movie or whatever. And we're talking about, 
Yeah, this guy kills his family, which, by the way, that happens in, like, every fucking horror thing, right? Yeah. And then the second one is, like, yeah, like, uh, you know, some scary stuff happened after. Well, it's pretty scary. I mean. But think about the most epically scary shit that you can ever imagine. Okay, if I saw green ooze oozing from the fucking walls, a pig with red eyes in a shadowy figure, like, standing behind my daughter, and then I look over and my spouse is 90 years old, I'd be pretty fucking freaked out. You oh, and you're I'm levitating, saying? too. Do you see what I'm saying, though? <laughs> it's not that scary. <laughs> Listen, like, like. I look over, my spouse looks like she's 90. Oh, wait, now she looks normal again. Dude, two nights ago- Not that bad. Two nights ago, our cat accidentally triggered the motion sensor light in our bathroom, and I freaked the fuck out. Yeah, me too, actually. Okay, so- Well, you know what? There was also- We have another light that randomly goes on. Yeah, because we need to change the light bulb. And that happened twice the other night, and I was, like, ready to fucking fight. Yeah. Like- I was like, somebody's downstairs and they just turned the light on. I'm going to fucking- Oh, so that freaks your little heart out. Oh, by the way, Mr. Steve Green. Yeah, uh, tough, tough guy, badass. Pretty much had a heart attack when oh, I God. was yeah. sitting in his computer chair. That's God all. Damn, that's there's no, me. there's nothing else to the story. I was just sitting in his computer chair, so I and have, he came out of the bathroom and had a heart attack. So I have a, I have the loudest fan in my bathroom mm-hmm. that has ever existed. It's like a fucking 747 mm-hmm. engine. Okay, for some reason. So I walk out of my office, I walk out into my office, and Nikki's just sitting there. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Because I didn't hear you come in at all. And this is not the first time. He gets very scared by a tiny Filipino lady yeah. in his computer chair who he's who he's married to. She's very hot, too. So I no, don't know. Just, I, I wasn't expecting I to see a buy... person there. And the way that you're sitting there, by the way, is like a fucking supervillain. Okay. And you know it. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, am yeah, not yeah. sitting like a supervillain. You're sitting there like, like a supervillain. I'm sitting there regular. Well, okay, let me just say, your little body in this big chair, Yeah. you look like a fucking supervillain. Well, and supervillains are very confident and relaxed, so I am yeah. I am very- Yeah, and you had your legs crossed, and you're very- Exactly, you're like swiveling a little bit. It's not a supervillain. It's like a supervillain. It's, it's like, like a- Lex Luthor about to fucking get some real estate in the in the Palisades before he blows up a fault line and, get, and creates a- my, my point being, how can someone that gets scared of that say that a pig fucking with flying over your child's body with red eyes? It's not that scary. <laughs> it's just not. Listen, of I course, you. if you're in the room and you're, you had the atmosphere and all that. Yeah, kind well, of he's shit, in the that's room. Scary. No, I know, but I'm talking about everyone talking about the Amityville horrors. Oh, I expected some fucking terrors. Talking about it? Okay, yeah, because well, you're not experiencing it. Well, everyone's talked about this story for like 40 years or whatever, right? Or 50 years. Yeah, because like this dude just went wild and killed his whole family. He killed six people in his house. Like imagine like Jen goes wild one day and just kills everyone in your family. It's not that scary. I'm <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. No, that, that yeah, that's true. That's it's just kind of nuts that that happened. It's just and something then, I've heard of before. And then like the stuff that followed after. Right. Like, because you hear about murders a lot. Oh, sure, sure. But you don't always hear like, oh, and then the people that moved in after got super haunted. I just was expecting some shit where it's like, yeah, and then like, you know, I looked at my husband and he was inside out. You know, it's like, oh, shit. How crazy does it have to be for you? Well, not like- you know, he looked like he was 10 years older or whatever. This He's not is kind 10 of years old. 90? That's weak shit. I think if he was inside like 60 out. 60 years older. If he was inside out, that would be fucking <laughs> scary as hell. Imagine being. Imagine you look at me right now and you look away and, then, and you look at me and I'm inside out. Yeah, that would be scary. You'd freak the fuck out. That wouldn't be more scary than any of this stuff. I think that's way more scary than a pig with ears or whatever it is. Well, do you have any more theories? Um, I think that... Uh, Anytime somebody makes money off of something, you always have to question totally the the motive. Yeah, but I do believe in ghost shit. I have had my own experiences to have my own beliefs about this particular topic, including your Queen Mary experience. Mm-hmm. So I don't uh, I don't go like this shit doesn't exist. I'm not one of those people. Right. I just am. I don't know. I like to be open-minded about this stuff because if you're if if we're closed-minded about this topic, I think everything gets very boring. Right. Like think about how Well, it sounds like this topic's already boring for you. Well, it's not it's not as scary as I wanted it to be. Gotcha. The Emmyville horrors. Like when you say that out loud, people fucking already are shaken. Okay? People talk about the Amityville horrors all the time. And I just had never heard the tale. 
and I was expecting to be freaked the hell out. It was eerie. It's eerie that nobody heard the gunshots. Hmm. It's not. It's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Same. When you say it out loud like that, uh-huh. nobody heard the gunshots. So did like, like okay. does like the Ted Bundy stuff freak you out? Yeah, that freaks you out. Yeah, absolutely. And the Dahmer stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But then, but but then, all this paranormal stuff does not freak you out. No, this particular tale is not as scary as I thought. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's just not as scary as I thought. Mm-hmm. Like like if we're talking about epic boat disasters, yeah, you got one story: the fucking Titanic, right? And, <laughs> and if I'm watching the Titanic the ship, movie, I, I think the sh- the captains would be pretty pissed. Well, hold on, call it a boat. If I'm watching the Titanic movie, having heard about how fucked up the Titanic situation was, yeah. And I watch it, and Jim, James Cameron just has the boat sink a little bit, like it it goes down, but it doesn't like go vertical first and like and plunge into the depths and shit. Yeah. If it just has a little leaky and it goes down like like horizontally, I'm bored as hell. See what I'm saying? Dang. So I I like because 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 I came into it thinking this is yeah. gonna be crazy shit. It's pretty crazy to me that like this all this if this happened to me and then it followed me after I left my house with that all my possessions. That's interesting. I wish I could hear all of that shit. Yeah. About like what what happened afterward. What was the commonality between their experiences? I feel like they didn't really want to talk about it because like it was being called a hoax and stuff. So like they're like, right. okay, well nobody believes us anyway. So. But if you're already the Amityville horror people, you might as well just go all the way in. Yeah. Well, then they divorced. I don't know why they divorced, but they ended up divorcing. So. You know, I was. You always hate to hear it. Maybe one person did want to talk more about it, and then the other one's like, "Nah." Do you do you think that maybe they're they're probably talking to their friends about getting divorced, and then their friends told them to break up? Maybe. I, I think I would have told them to break up. If I would have told them to break if up. If you were abusing my child, I would. Yeah. I would, okay. Yeah. We well, I just would have told them to break up anyway, without even any of that evidence. Oh. Probably. Dang. Well, there you go, guys. And I, th- I guess Steve doesn't think that this sto- story is very spooky. Well, but... look, look. No, it's not that. This was a spooky story. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about when you think of the Amityville horrors. <laughs> I guess it... I'm expecting people to be inside out and all kinds of shit. What? <laughs> yeah, Who, fuck yeah. What, what other story have you heard where people are inside out? I'm expecting people to be inside out. I'm expecting fucking mummies coming out and shit. I'm expecting bats. I'm expecting Okay, so you want like witchery. S- you want serial killers because serial killers do weird shit like that where it's like the body was found inside out cuz that's, that's like scary how they leave their shit. marks. Damn. But that's like I that's got chills. like Okay, so there's a difference between serial killers and um like paranormal ghost stuff. Yeah, cuz one makes people inside yeah. out and one doesn't. Exactly. If people is inside out, that's so scary. So you're for cool serial killers no 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 i'm saying that's really scary oh you think that's really cool that they make their people their victims inside out no that's a straw man argument i never said oh you think that's really (laughs) i think it's scary i do think it's scary dude i just like really dove into all these different types of foul like bad arguments false argument styles like a red herring and Mm -hmm. a straw man gaslighting yeah, that really was a straw man argument. Slippery slope. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Dude, you know what's scary as fuck? Hmm. Looking into, like being on a porch at night. Yeah. And just looking out into dark woods. Ew. That scares the shit out of me. Yeah, I would never want that. As a kid, that's what I had in my backyard in Virginia. And we would look out into the woods at night and it was fucking freaky. Ew. Yeah. I don't know how you East Coast people do it. It's pretty weird. I've never... Had a backyard bigger than like a mm, hundred square feet. Well, that wasn't my backyard. <laughs> yeah, that was like um, connected to the backyard. So if you went beyond the backyard, yeah. so I've never, ha- I've never had a backyard not connected to someone else's backyard. I get it. No, yeah, that, that's the California lifestyle, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think I feel safe that way. I, I just, get it. Even though people are actually way more likely to kill you than. A ghost. What's the scariest the thing you can imagine for you? The scariest thing? Like, what are you most thing? terrified of? Oh, I don't know if I want to say. What then, the like, fuck? Well, because then people can use it against me. What? They can, like, try to, you know, like, you know, and, like, Harry Potter, like, when the, that thing, like, knows your worst fear and then it turns into it all the time and, like, freaks you out. I don't know that reference. Well, there's a thing, there's, like, a, I forget what it's called, but 
it's called something scary and like it knows your deepest fear and then it appears that way to you oh shit yeah so if your fear is spiders it like appears like a spider dude that's like ghostbusters and the, the marshmallow mans maybe yeah because they're like hey choose your destroyer and then he chose the marshmallow mans <laughs> i don't remember how the marshmallow man came to be so thanks for the refresher yeah. um but yeah if i had to really think about it i don't i'd have to think about it dude mine what? is deep dark water <gasps> that is scary that's scary as fuck and you don't even know where up is listen i get scared really easily so you could pretty much pick your poison i get scared of being late <laughs> it's true <laughs> like really scared true <clears throat> so Dude, I, I i think about scubaing yeah and you're you're down there you know because i'm uh, a certified scuba diver not anymore it expired it didn't expire it did it didn't expire it did prove it when were you certified 2011 and and when did you get recertified you don't you don't have to get recertified once you once you're certified you're certified for life i don't think that's true it's absolutely fact okay um and you can't even see where the bubbles are going because it's so fucking dark down there. Yeah, I'm d- I'm out. Nope. Right? Nope. Freak you the fuck out. I used to want to be an astronaut until someone said there was no oxygen out there and you could suffocate. And then I was like, nope. Dude, same. <laughs> I wanted to be an astronaut so bad. Right? And then I actually pictured being up there and I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. Well, because Berenstein Bears went to space and I was like, oh, that's tight. Dude, how, how can the scientists even get one thing done up there? I'd be so fucking scared. I know. Have you seen Gravity? shit yeah like sandra bullocks is all like working on the dude sandra bullocks like in her panties fucking going all around the place doesn't give a shit i'm like wow and then, okay so that part where clooney's like uh yeah that's <laughs> like, our part that's great. what i think about like if i ever tried to be an astronaut me too like that's the worst death i could think of completely sucks you ever see videos from the I- iss international space station where they're up there doing spacewalks no. and shit dude i would be freaking out yeah and these guys are just up there with wrenches and shit like casually like fixing it like it's a broken fence isn't it crazy that like um our kittens probably feel that way about being upstairs in the bedroom (laughs) absolutely (laughs) we have kittens that they've only seen one room their whole life so it's their entire universe and then the other day we actually took them to the bedroom and they were so freaked out well even just going through the hallway upstairs they're like it's like we're taking them to interstellar space yeah (laughs) so fear is Fear is, uh, um, what's it called? What's that word where it's like it only really, it relates to different people? What's it relative. Fear is relative. God, I'm so profound. I'm like so profound. You're deep as how hell. Do you even, I've always said like, it. How do you even handle being my co-host knowing that I just say profound sentences perfectly articulated all the time? Uh, it's it's a very difficult experience, but mostly you just make fun of me and tell me I need to say the show right and need to say my name right. That's true. So. Those are things you should be saying right. So that's pretty much my experience as a co-host on the show. Sometimes you pluralize your name and I'm like, what? Why? I don't really do that. Steve Greens. I've never said that. And that the shit that they do that they don't tell you. You finally said the show. <laughs> finally, I after all it. these fucking it. years, she says it. the show. We're ending the show now. It's unbelievable. We're ending it. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I hope you enjoyed Shocktober so far. We will have more terrific stories to tell you soon. We're gonna we're gonna real really scare you good. Yeah. Kind of take your mind off the real scary stuff that's, that's right. actually going on in the world. So, see you next week. Happy Halloween. Okay, cut. Mark, can you cut it? You like that? that no was more. Scary. No see? more. Mentally ill from Amity. Oh. <laughs>